0: this is straight into a conversation with the american pie about the bias of the press
1: have a—I I know it's a long thread um that greenwald tweet i just sent you uh but it's really good and it shows you sort of what i've been tracking the last few years and how dishonest the media is how corrupt our governments are and uh he, he makes some really good points it's a bit long so if you got five minutes it, Take your time and read it. I think it's really good. I guess I maybe I missed last night I don't know if did you were saying did Elon do like a uh like a live spaces with Taibi? Or was it just did they just release this stuff over Twitter? I'm sort of slowly catching up on it. But uh boy, the general public has been duped for a long, long time.
0: Yeah, but as they point out, nothing in the mainstream press
1: about the um, suppression
0: of the Hunter Biden story, nor all the rest of it. None. Um, yeah, I mean, Musk, <laughs> that Clubhouse app, Musk got onto that Munsker. Um, and it was great because, you know, uh, you y- if you've got a room, you can speak to one person or you can speak to 100,000. And um, so Musk used spaces in Twitter, as I guessed you would. I think he's going to develop that a lot because he did like the idea of Clubhouse sure enough again today he's tweeted out it's amazing that one person can be in a room with you know one hundred thousand. these days uh they were just talking what was it i only followed about five minutes of it you know because these rooms are generally quite long um but he, he was in a load of other people i don't know thousands thousands of people were in it and um what was he talking about the one bit i did catch actually is exactly what we said which is uh he's not going to open up the gate the floodgates in one go you know it, it's it needs to be incremental and so that's what he's working at that's basically it really and yeah i've read through some of the um reaction comments from let's say liberal press i've, I've seen a few of them comments on twitter as well just saying mm, we waited for all this time for this nothing burger other people saying 44 billion for this are you kidding yeah loads of um scoffing Not all from journalists, of course. I'm sure some of it just came from general public. But, you know, it just goes to illustrate that actually it doesn't, you know, people, some people don't care if it gives them the result that they want. You know, extremists, basically, both left and right. They do not care. So how the uh, result is achieved, so long as it's, it's the result they want, which is really sad um and loads of people do actually feel that way so um all the more reason for transparency isn't it
1: oh well yeah i think that's right i mean we should formulate a a figure out how to talk about the topic in a non-binary way team a versus team b it's kind of hard to do to do that but, you know, we t- we discussed it a little bit in that Sam Harris episode, and you, you're exactly right. I mean, just people don't care as long as they get the result they're looking for. There, there seems to be a loss of truth and transparency. I don't know what it was like for you growing up at the BBC here, but when I grew up, our news was uh, they uh, just... Posited or just just told you the facts of the stories, and then they allowed you to make up your own opinion, you know, whether you agree with it or disagree with it. But everything today seems to be very slanted one way or the other. It's almost like news no longer exists. It's one of the reasons I like Taibbi and Greenwald and Jimmy Dore. I mean, they're all left-wing guys, but they also are all very impartial in their reporting. They'll just tell you the facts. Greenwald has gone a little bit more of uh, slanted. He's sort of going against the left nowadays, but he used to be uh, all for it. That was one of the reasons I liked him so much when he broke the Snowden story. But it, it seems today everything's an opinion, and everything is you're slighted for it, or it's fear mongering, or you're you get these labels attached to you of being a racist, or you know if you support Trump, or you know, pick, pick your poison. You're a pedophile if you support Joe Biden. Uh, it's just demeaning on both sides and it I don't think it serves any of us. I'm just more uh, interested in the government aspect of how these guys manipulate the media, the censorship and the stories that they allow or disallow. The 51 intelligence guys who came out and said that laptop story was russian disinformation when the whole russia gate thing was going on i mean that's all blown up in their faces and yet the general public just doesn't care doesn't seem to understand how the how the governments just lie to us on a daily basis
0: yeah i've been wondering about this about the kinds of people who don't care how it is achieved just that it is um uh... hate to bring up the b word i think it's a bit like brexit to be honest you know there was was one part of the society that thought our uh, economic situation will worsen and i agree with that albeit i i wouldn't see that as long 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 term maybe 10 years but yeah and then but I th- what they were failing to realize is that people in the North, it was more about community and fair play than it was about economics because they had nothing to lose anyhow. You know, the, From the reports and from the interviews, the state of the North is, is shite anyhow. So it was more a thing of principle. Um, and maybe it comes down to this as well. There are those who just believe in fair play, whether it gives them the result that they want or not. And there's those who just think that, nope, i don't care how we're going to achieve it we're going to have the way of the way of the world that i want it to be do you think it could come down to that just personality types and if and if so is it binary or is it a spectrum because you can't all right you might get a speeding ticket and not declare yourself a a criminal but when it comes to you either control the flow of information or you don't. Is that a binary thing or is that a spectrum thing?
1: I don't, I don't know if I have an answer to that. Um, I think it's probably a combination of both. It's probably both binary, uh, just in the way you're brought up and taught and what sort of experiences you have. But then it's also probably a spectrum as people get older uh, and move forward. I, you know, the whole Brexit thing, I think you know the Tories have screwed have screwed this up all all along the way. But I think one of the main points people forget too of why people voted for Brexit, uh, who maybe weren't traditional Tories, maybe there was a lot of Labour people who voted. Um, I think one of the other arguments that sort of came into play was the fact that the EU was just handing down uh, dictates to the British public and to the rest of the European Union. And I think a lot of people, and I think Farage in particular, capitalized on this sentiment. And they pushed out and said, well, how are these, you know, we didn't elect these people in the EU. We've only elected our um, local MPs here in the UK. How are are they, how is it that they can dictate to us monetary policy, uh, open borders, Uh, Pick whatever position you want. And I think there was a a big rebellion there from the British public to say, we just want to control our own little thing. There's no reason for you guys to be heavy-handed. I think that's sort of the problem. The EU is gone anyway. And uh, I think we're going to see the collapse of the EU, if not the euro, going forward. Um, But back to the sort of flow and control of information it reminds me of the great Robin Williams movie. If you have you ever watched Good Morning Vietnam, uh, where he sort of they sort of showcased how the military was controlling the flow of the information in the Viet- Vietnamese War, and uh, I think we just see a lot of that domestically now in America. If you remember, I don't know how much you know about Operation Mockingbird when the CIA got caught in the 70s. And then the the Congress passed a bill that they could not use propaganda on the American public. Well, I think in like uh, 2008 or 2010, somewhere there, when Obama was president, he uh, undid that. I think it's in the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act. And they legislated that the government could use propaganda on its own citizens. So that's kind of scary in its own right that I don't think many people know about.
0: No, I didn't know about that at all. It's just another, <laughs> it's another badge for Obama, the guy who got the Nobel Peace Prize before he even came into office. It says everything really doesn't it, all about image. The um I didn't know that, but you know, it's 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 a real uh, ambiguous thing anyhow, though, isn't it? Because you you mentioned earlier about the BBC, um, just in part in the news. Without bias, you're you're absolutely right. All all platforms put a spin on it. The only one, which was quoted as not, and that's this, was by Christopher Hitchens, is Reuters. And they asked Christopher Hitchens, where do you get your news from? And he goes, I only get my news from two sources: the source itself and Reuters. So I follow Reuters on Twitter and on the websites. But even they now um, have bias, which is really worrying. Lots of other people always also commenting the same things, like, Hey, I thought you were meant to be unbiased just the facts but they are put in more um i suppose you could say adjectives describers you know or or they're term they're giving terminology like they would call jordan peterson you know a um Uh, conspiracy theorists for example i don't know if they have done exactly that but on the trans debate they've certainly shown which side of the debate they are and they shouldn't be they should just be imparting facts and no platforms do so you're right the bbc used to be that and in fact they used to be schooled in how to um impart information without bias without any uh inclination in their voice and that's out the bloody window these days you know i mean some of the presenters are no longer mouthpieces, they're voicing their own opinions. And, uh, you know, and they get brought up for it. I can't remember who the political woman in the BBC was, but it was very much a case of, ah, Boris Johnson has gone. Well, can we celebrate? Yes, I think we can. That was recently and it's been happening for years. And so, yes, there is always spin and it's real shame. It's, you can't go anywhere now uh, for just the plain facts. Yeah, I was, I was, I was um, I've been looking recently. Who is it? Enoch Powell. There's a very smart guy. Can't remember his name. <laughs> Should have the name at hand. I'll find it. And uh, he put up a picture of Enoch Powell, and now that's open debate. But it's true. E- Enoch Powell. You only need to say the name in the UK, and uh, it gets shut down as he was racist. If you quote anything from him, therefore you are racist too. And so this guy oh what's his name anyhow he, he's um he's not quite black but he's mixed race and he he has put up Enoch power so loads of people have been saying what the hell do you think you're doing but he does point out that Enoch Powell was the most popular MP of the time in the 70s and it just showed that it, that was a case of demonization um and the, Enoch Power said a lot of smart things apparently but because um the left didn't like him they immediately demonized him and so nothing he says gets listened to these days i'll get the name calvin robinson that's it smart dude um oxbridge educated calvin robinson look him up
1: yeah i know him uh i've i've listened to some of his stuff isn't he like a preacher now as well doesn't he go around in uh some sort of christian garb he's but yeah, no, he's he's smart guy, and uh, he's he's caught in a lot of fire for his positions on trying to make exactly these points. Just to go to, uh, yeah, I, I it's, it's hard to find a neutral source of news. There there used to be a really good publication called the Knife. Uh, they've since gone out of business, but they were basically they would uh, show they would show all the news articles, and they would show you the left wing spin and the right wing spin. And then they would sort of deduce it down to, you know, here's the facts, but here's how the left is spinning it. Here's how the right is spinning it. It's a shame they went out of business, but they were never going to be able to compete with the bias that exists today in our media. So, I don't know what the answer is, but uh, we we need to get back to some form of reality and truth that people can sort of agree on, and then form your own opinions about how you feel about things, because you know, it, 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 it always goes back to Orwell and uh, this sort of control that the media has over manipulating the zeitgeist of the population. Oh, and by the way, I yeah, I was a big fan of Christopher Hitchens. Uh, If you go back and watch some of his stuff, he calls out the Clintons. He calls out, you know, uh, and he, I mean, he's really far left guy. He's probably further left than most of uh, America. He was a journalist there at Vanity Fair for a long time. He's got a lot of really good stuff to listen to too. So it's a it's a shame he died. Uh, I wish he was around to get his point of view on what, what's going on right now in the world. Because much like uh, there was another guy back in the day, he's dead now as well, uh, Tim Russert. He was really good. So we, we sort of were losing all these sort of good voices. And hopefully there will be some people to fill the vacuums. But right now it's uh, it's pretty poor. I mean, just You know, just to even take the Ukraine war as an example, we only get the media that they want to share with us. And they're already starting to uh, spin Bakhmud and uh, the Russians are just devastating them. It's, 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 It's as easy as that. Yeah, Chris Hitchens was a
0: fantastic thinker, wasn't he? Although Calvin Robinson has that same clarity of thought which is uh so nice <laughs> yeah loads of people have said oh christopher hitchens you know if only he was still around thing is that, you know he, he could be around forever and he would always have he would always be cutting through the bullshit <laughs> of which there will always be some so the guy would just have to live forever <laughs> because um he was on it for decades wasn't he he really was quite a character. Uh, but there is no one really replacing him. Uh, I mean, Peterson has that same clarity of uh, analysis, but, you know, it's very much in his own pocket of, of uh, expertise stroke interest. There's no one really taking apart the media. Yeah, as you say, the media itself, as Hitchens did. Oh, he did a brilliant piece on Mother Teresa. <laughs> and he came under fire for it as well because it was one of the uh, establishments figureheads wasn't it so yeah we need some more people like that you mentioned something about uh but coming on to the other topic about russia ukraine you mentioned that uh it's being spun the other way right now can you, can you give me a couple of details on that loose details uninformed details
1: yeah i agree i agree i miss Hitchens. Um... Uh, for the Ukraine stuff, um, the, the the reports and stuff I've been looking at or seeing is um, the Dumbass region. Uh, basically, the U- Ukrainians are retreating, and they're about to take over the city. Uh, the Russians are about to take over the city, Bakhmut, and uh, that's that's probably the final piece piece of the puzzle for Russia. They'll probably stop there and then just fortify the defenses, and to control and retain everything they wanted in the first place. But what they've done effectively is <clears throat> punish Ukraine for not coming to the negotiating table earlier. And they're just getting wiped out. I mean, you, you I know we talked a little bit about it with uh, Ursula von der Leyen. She made a slip up. She announced, you know, 100,000 Ukrainian troops have been killed. There's no telling how many these, these guys have lost. And the Russians are only ramping up. You know, I think they've got like five or 600,000 guys now mobilized to start moving in. They've given Ukraine every chance to negotiate a peace settlement. And, uh, the Ukrainians have just, they've just stuck two fingers up, uh, at, at every, at every turn. And, uh, unfortunately they're just, they're cannon fodder at this point. Um, so we'll see where it goes, but, uh, I think, I think we've been pretty accurate so far in our predictions of, uh, you know, Russia's not backing down, they're just taking the gloves off and they're accelerating. And uh, it's going to be a horrible winter for the Ukrainians. And there's nothing the U.S. and there's nothing NATO and there's nothing the Europeans can do. You can ship as much money as you want in there or as many arms as you want to sort of intensify or prolong this thing, but it's going to get worse. And, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, you know, eventually there'll be a call for peace and negotiation, and they're going to have to accept the fact that Russia now controls all these territories that they wanted in the first place. And they could have done this through diplomacy, but, you know, for whatever reason, our military industrial complex wanted to profit from it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it'll all come out in time, but... Um, The other other thing that's interesting about it is um, the U.S. sent in a bunch of military personnel to audit where the weapons and funds, uh, you know, where they're they're going to. And a lot of these weapons we've sent over are now turning up on the black market in other countries, which everyone warned against, just sending blank checks and blank equipment in. So that's going to be interesting to see. But the U.S. guys came back and said, we we don't know where any of this equipment has gone. So, you know, that's a little bit mind-boggling as well. Okay, well, um, I'm going to take us out with a song here. That was a good conversation about nothing. Uh, we obviously solved all the world's problems today in our uh, conversation. I'm not going to allow you a chance to retort, but maybe we can do another one this afternoon. So, uh, let's go out with a bang. <laughs>